Today is the 2nd of September 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray, as always. Thank you for everyone who listens in, who joins in, who downloads. It really does mean a lot to me that we can continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, thank you. And let me say that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easier to pick up as we go along. If you'd like some help, if you're getting a bit lost, click the download the script button in the episode show notes. You'll get a PDF of today's episode. If you feel you'd like to support Walking the Way, and I would really appreciate it if you did, again, the links to our giving page are in the episode notes below. And finally, if you want more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayers. So let's not break the habit of a lifetime. Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, today I jump into all that you've given me. May I embrace each part of this glorious time, enjoying the people, relishing the challenges, engaging with the fun of life, and celebrating with laughter. Father, on this day, may I enjoy the beauty of the created world around me. May I run, dive, walk, and sing in the freedom of this day. Thank you that right now I can feel your love flowing through each and every vein of my being, causing me to pulsate with vision and life. Lord, on this day, I jump into all that you've given me. I wake to live and give. And I ask, Father, that it be a worthwhile day filled up to the brim. A day of service, of laughter, of work and play. A time to run and sing. May today be a day where I walk and I breathe your goodness in. Enjoying the beauty all around and freedom's joy within. Amen. Isaiah 1 verse 18 I, the Lord, invite you to come and talk it over. Your sins are scarlet red, but they will be whiter than snow or wool. Hands up if you've ever thought that God is unreasonable. I'll be honest, and there have been times when I've shouted at God like some sort of petulant child and felt that God has been completely unreasonable. You know, those times when prayers seem to go unanswered and things just do not seem to go the way we want them to. I've often come away from times like this feeling like the toddler who has lain on the floor of the supermarket and just kicked and screamed and pulled down displays and threw their proverbial toys out the cot. But God is not unreasonable. He just expects us to behave like the rational, reasonable people that he made us to be. I want you to imagine the most patient parent you can imagine. And that should give you the vaguest idea of what God is like multiplied over and over and over again. So, when we throw our toys out the cot, when we have our tantrums, when we pout and we're petulant, When we have bad days, God gathers us into his arms and he holds us tight. Even when we kick and fight and scratch and bite. 
God keeps hold of us. When the tantrum is over, he sits down quietly and he says to us, please come, let's talk us through. Unfortunately, like the petulant children we are, we, we push away and we go and we sulk. And then when we, like the prodigal son, come back all sorry and apologetic, our father, like the father of the prodigal son, scoops us up, loving us in ways that we cannot imagine. Unfortunately, we go and we do it all again. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we continue with Paul's letter to the Ephesians, and Apologies for not being able to do the introduction to the Ephesians yesterday, but we'll we'll have a look at the book of Ephesians before we start today's reading. ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, as we read deeper into the book of Ephesians, remind us that we are yours. Open our eyes to the beauty of your life and your love and your relationships with us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, what then is the book of Ephesians about? Who wrote it, where and when? Well, Let's start with the authorship, because that's possibly the most 
conundrum-like. It's not your typical letter of Paul. And this has led a lot of biblical scholars to think that this is what they call deuteride Pauline. It's written in the style of Paul, but it's not actually a Pauline letter. However, having said that, more than 50% of scholars believe that Paul either wrote it or he had a hand in writing it. He maybe wrote it with another author. So the authorship is in a bit of dispute. The other thing that's interesting about this letter is it's not addressed to any particular person or group of people. Most of the letters that we read of Paul name people. There are groups of people they lived with. And as Paul lived in Ephesus for two years, you would think that he would name a few of them. And so a lot of the thinking around this letter was that it's more of a devotional circular letter. And where it says to the church in Ephesus, it may have actually just been to the church in blank, and you filled in the name of the church. The date of this letter is anywhere between 62 and 80 of the Common Era, or AD, depending on who you think the wrote, wrote it, basically, who, depending on who you think the author is. If Paul wrote it, he most likely wrote it during his captivity in Rome. So, we have date, we have place, we have who, sort of. So what's the letter about? This letter has been described as the queen of devotionals. And Paul describes the church in all its splendor as the body, the bride, and the building of Christ. Firstly, he's very quick to remind us what Christ has done for us. And then, and that's chapters 1 to 3, by the way. And then in chapters 4 to 6, he spells out what we are called to do and be in Christ. It's a beautiful letter. It's an interesting letter. But let's continue with chapter 3, shall we? Our Bible readings this week are taken from the contemporary English version. And today, as I said, we're reading chapter 3 of the book of Ephesians. Christ Jesus made me his prisoner so that I could help you Gentiles. You have surely heard about God's kindness in choosing me to help you. In fact, this letter tells you a little about how God has shown me his mysterious ways. As you read this letter, you will also find out how well I really do understand the mystery about Christ. No one knew about this mystery until God's Spirit told it to his holy apostles and prophets. And the mystery is this. Because of Christ Jesus, the good news has given the Gentiles a share in the promise that God gave to the Jews. God has also let the Gentiles be part of the same body. God treated me with kindness. His power worked in me and it became my job to spread the good news. I am the least important of all God's people. But God was kind and chose me to tell the Gentiles that because of Christ there are blessings that cannot be measured. God who created everything wanted me to help everyone understand the mysterious plan that had always been hidden in his mind. Then God would use the church to show the power and authorities in the spiritual world that he has many different kinds of wisdom. God did this according to his eternal plan, and he was able to do what he planned because of all that Jesus Christ our Lord has done. Christ now gives us courage and confidence so that we can come to God by faith. That's why you should not be discouraged when I suffer for you. After all, it will bring honor to you. 
I kneel in prayer to the Father. All beings in heaven and earth receive their life from Him. God is wonderful and glorious. I pray that His Spirit will make you become strong followers, and that Christ will live in your hearts because of your faith. Stand firm and be deeply rooted in His love. I pray that you and all God's people will understand what is called wide or long or high or deep. I want you to know all about Christ's love, although it is too wonderful to be measured. Then your lives will be filled with all that God is. I pray that Christ Jesus and the Church will forever bring praise to God. His power at work in us can do far more than we dare ask or imagine. Amen. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of Scripture that have caught our attention. And then after music, we're going to say our prayers for today. Let's pray, shall we? What a scramble our lives can be, God. We rush from place to place. We live on a knife edge, ready, it would seem, to throw our lot with those who surrender to the negativities of our humanity. What a relief to come into your presence like this, where we can find a quietening presence where your church is gathered together and find a common purpose and a unifying spirit. Lord, this whole place needs to refine its sanity lest people come to believe that all their stresses are inevitable. So, Lord, I ask, and I say, let a good peace come over this place. Let peace come to its walls. Let all who come here, all their friends, their families, 
though a strong and healthy peace with them. Father, we've been too long and too much with our eyes on the wrong things, even though we believe them to be right. Lift our eyes to a bigger, better dimension, to be participants in your broadening good presence. Loving God, we know the pains and prejudices of life. Help us to experience the best kindness and gentleness healing that flows from the very heart of you. I name you to be God. I believe you to be God. God, you are the source of all that is good. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Walking the way.